Hey, this is Daniel Edelstein from the Legal Assistance Foundation, LAF. You're listening to 1590 WCGO, Chicago Smart Talk. The Mike Nowak Show starts in 3, 2, 1. The Knights who say ni demand a sacrifice. Knights of ni, we are but simple travelers who seek the enchanter who lives beyond these woods. Ni! We shall say ni again to you if you do not appease us. Well, what is it you want? We want a shrubbery. A what? Ni! Please, please, no more. We will find you a shrubbery. You must return here with a shrubbery, or else you will never pass through this wood alive. Oh, knights of me, you are just and fair, and we will return with a shrubbery. One that looks nice. Of course. And not too expensive. Yes. Now, go! Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. 20 years and counting as Chicago's go-to deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Sunday morning on Chicago's Smart Talk. Good planets hard to find. Temperate zones and tropic climes. True currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing through breathing trees. Strong ozone and safe sunshine. Well, good planets are hard to find. Good planets are in the main. Your questions, comments, and participation are always welcome. At 847. A new secure line has been opened for communication. 877-711-5611. Now back to American Radio Broadcast. On Facebook and Instagram at The Mike Novak Show and at Mike Now on Twitter. And here they are, she's lean and he's green, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, we've been taken over by bots, by Russian bots. Those Russians are everywhere. Those Russians, they are everywhere. Darling. Ah, da, bonnie. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. well, da. Uh, that was hilarious. You should have seen. <laughs> you should have seen Johnny Starks in the studio. He's going. Ah! He, he started. He thought we had truly been taken over. Uh, that was just really. I wish I had had the camera going on you, Johnny. <laughs> that was funny. And Ellie kind of just turned white over there. She was like, ah. Uh, Ellie didn't care. She's like tapping away on her device back there in the corner. She's like, there we go. Uh, and of course, that new call in number 877-711-5611. You know what we go need? Go straight to the Kremlin. Well, <laughs> to Putin. Uh, and, uh-oh, uh-oh. We're, 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 look at this. We're live on somebody's Facebook page. We're that, Facebook Live. Yeah, Facebook that, Live. I just never get to say anything. That le- yes, you do if you I want. I wasn't live. You, I wasn't live. Okay. Uh, so, see, now you can really hear me. Uh, that woman in the uh, on the other side of the studio there with the really loud voice. Is Christy Weber sometimes? You know, I've just I decided I decided on the way in, Christy, that you should have just you should get rid of the last name, just be Christy. You know, because that's when you know you've made it when you you use only one name. Well, I thought yes, we tried that. No, oh, you did. No, well, I mean, 
Right. I I can't. Right now, it's I am like a law firm. Who's Christy? Who's Weber? And I want to talk to them now. <laughs> so I just pretend like I don't know who they are. And, so. if, and if you don't know Christy Weber, well, where have you been for the last 20 years or 25 yeah, years? Exactly. Really? Uh, at least in the uh, horticultural world uh, in Chicago, she is uh, the it girl. And... Uh, <laughs> The it can't pay attention to this and you. So I'm going to be right. done She's, now. All right. Done now. Uh, are you done? Should Thanks, we wave? folks. We appreciate it. All right. Bye. Listen Thanks. Bye. Bye. And we, we hope that uh, we, we tried to – we're in the middle of technology blah, 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 blah here. Yeah. Because uh, as we were starting off, I tried to get uh, Christy to share our live stream. Our mm-hmm. Facebook live stream, which the th- we've got here with the three and cameras. Good morning, Scott oh, Stewart. Wow. Scott Stewart's watching. Hey, us. Scott oh, Stewart. Oh, see, Scott wants us uh, some valuable advice from you, Christy. Uh-oh. So, uh, uh, and Scott's here, and uh, and a bunch of people will be on yeah. Facebook. And so go oh to God, the Mike Novak show yeah, on see, Facebook. Look at we got three cameras. Follow us. She's not seen all this before. You can hide behind yeah, the mic. Know, all you yeah. got to do is, which, as you can see in the, it, yeah, you'll there be you there. You go right behind it. Nobody <laughs> will see you for for two hours. Yeah. Um, okay. And, so so and, we're all watching really on nervous. the Mike Novak show on Facebook. And if you click on the video, you can actually watch and comment and ask questions. So it's like a show. Stuff. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it's, it's a TV show on the radio. Now, I'm looking to see. Uh, we've got some. Uh, well, and now she's playing with stuff. Oh, now she's going to see. Look at you're upside down. You're going to tilt down. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> and if you don't know Christy Weber, as I started to say before, she's a landscaper in Chicago. Yes. Um, has been doing this a long time, and um, you see her everywhere. You see her work Trucks. everywhere, and uh, she has this amazing LE, or rather, LEED certified building, uh, Rancho Verde. Everybody, yeah. Uh, and yep. Fernand. Ferdinand. 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 Yep. No, I was going to say Fernando, but it's Ferdinand. West Side. Right. Rabbi Rabbi Garfield Park. Into an yeah. Song. Uh, and and look, and there's your logo right there, oh, right in cool. the middle. Wow. See, we even got that even going here. Even an updated here. one. Yeah. Holy how smokes. about that? Are we cool or what? Yeah. And then well, who's so here in hour two? Yeah. Hour two, we've got Adam Fetterman well, from the Nation. Good for him. Oh. Oh, I mean, yes, Adam Fetterman will be here, and uh, we're going to. Nation. We're gonna... So we just got that Johnny. We've got twenty. The seconds, Nation magazine. So... Oh, yeah, because okay. we got the So Christy Weber's here for the show. Uh, call us, uh, 877-711-5611. Uh, check us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're going to be giving away tickets to the Chicago Flower and Garden Show today. Hey, we're getting ready to build it up. We're talking about biz. We're talking about uh, gardening, installation, all that stuff. And then in the second hour, we're going to talk about our natural lands that are going away. It's going to be a good show. Stick around. We'll be right back. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Well, that's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural professional hair products available to make sure you get great color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their salon products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins typically found in hair color perms and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots also offers a complete menu of safe straightening treatments, including the non-toxic Magic Sleek and Cezanne keratin smoothing products that let you shampoo the same day. They even repurpose hair clippings, recycle product containers, and use LED lighting. Now that's green. Walk into 21st Century Hair Care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at OrganicRootsEcoSalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty, you no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. 
Hey, I'm Mike Novak. And I'm Peggy Malecki. On Sunday, March 4th from 9 to 11 a.m., we're taking our show to the Schaumburg Convention Center for the Greater Chicago Home and Remodeling Show presented by Life Storage. Stop by and listen to our live broadcast of the Mike Novak Show. Then check out all the cool displays and projects going on. After the broadcast, if you bump into us on the floor, we'll say, excuse me. The Home Show runs March 3rd and 4th at the Schaumburg Convention Center. Tickets are only $7 at the door and $4 online at GreaterChicagoHomeAndRemodelingShow.com. A good day's gardening can sometimes be a bad day for your muscles and joints. Dr. Bonnie Flaster is a chiropractor who uses gentle, non-force adjustments to relieve pain. With 29 years of experience, she relies on a variety of treatments, including low-level laser, acupuncture, and gentle chiropractic. Visit her at River North Wellness Center and find health tips at rivernorthwellness.com. Call Dr. Bonnie Flaster at 312-642-7545 and get back to feeling good. This is your talk. One of the few true originals of our time. On 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago. And this is for you, Christy. Everybody knows my name. But it's just a crazy game. Oh, it's lonely at the top. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Anytime, Christy. Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. As we mentioned in uh, kind of a frenetic intro there, uh... Christy Weber is here in the studio with us, and she visits the show from time to time, and uh, uh, I bring her in here, and we, we have no idea what we're going to talk about. It's conversations go. And Johnny Starks uh, is sitting there, and he's got his finger on the panic button Please. right now. Because <laughs> we know. so hard not to. It's, it, and she really does. She works at it. So how, how many we're seconds s- have we got uh, on the panic? Uh, seven. Seven. Seven second delay. Wow. So we have seven seconds to decide whether you've said something really bad. And then then can I help myself, too? Because sometimes I say things I regret later, too. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, we're talking. We're not. We're talking. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but talking I'm talking about... about things I might not should not be talking. Oh, no, about. no, I can't. I can't help you with that. Opinions are one thing. Scatological and obscene references are another. <laughs> right. All right. I get you. All right. That's the way that works. So uh, <laughs> just be yes. careful. Uh, I've never been careful. I, know, I need it, to be careful. You want, that's why you're on this show, because you're good radio. Uh, you, yeah. That's that's how this Maybe works. It wasn't my sexy boy. Um, that's part of it. Oh. That works. Sounds, <laughs> are you listening, Jenny? <laughs> so uh, at some point in the show, Peggy, we, we want to give away some tickets to mm-hmm. the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. We can really actually start there because um, Peggy and I are going to be part of it this year. We've got got the little cheat sheet here with all the different things that we're doing this year and it's just uh terrifying okay <laughs> just terrifying because the month of uh, march is going to be is, this, cheat sheet. That's, well that's part of the cheat sheet that's only part of it that, that's the show cheat sheet then there's the list i gave ellie of everything everyone will be seeing on facebook i saw the thing you gave ellie and i and if i'd been ellie all, i, I would have all flower and garden no 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 so this is all march so we are yeah. everywhere in yes. march we're at awesome. the one earth, well it's the time yeah one earth film festival is march 2nd we're going to be at the green carpet gala um give a ding Yay. for that all right and then uh Gateway green right uh, and then two days. Uh, no, 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 no. Different one, thing. One Earth Film Festival. This is uh, Gateway Green's the title. Well, when you said green carpet, I just thought. Well, but there's there's always green carpet. Everybody day. does a green carpet Sorry. now. There's yeah. different shades of green. Yeah. 
So that's Good. that's March that's right. 2nd, and that's uh, 6 o'clock down at the 4th Presbyterian Church, Gratz Center, uh, 115 East Delaware Place. And uh, we were there last year, and I got to do the uh, virtual Oh, yeah. I remember that photo. That was... Uh, that was really cool. It's a virtual film. And, you know, have you put on the virtual glasses and never done that, Christy? No. It's very cool. No. Uh, my kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and we'll, I want to talk about your kids in a second. <laughs> uh, uh, and so the gala is March 2nd from 6 to 9. Then two days later, we're at the Greater Chicago Home and Remodeling Show. And as a matter of fact, Mighty House is going to be there as well. <laughs> Uh, on the 3rd, we will be there on the 4th. And if I can throw in a pitch, what the 3rd yeah. and 4th, I'll be at Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in North Lake too. I don't see that so on this list. Because so you're not there. I, well, well, Splitting up, sharing <laughs> responsibilities. We're going to redact that from this list. Okay. All right, sure. And we will be at the the home show in Schaumburg. That's at the Schaumburg Convention Center. Uh, and that is uh, Sunday, March 4th from, uh, from uh, where we're 9 to 11 mm-hmm. as always. What is but, Mighty House? Mighty House. What is Mighty House? Oh my goodness! Is, is that a softball? <laughs> oh. No, that's a home improvement Bam. show. No, I'm just pitching a softball. Like, I don't oh, know what it is. Okay. So. Yeah, no, what is Mighty House? A softball yeah. question. Uh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, it's. The, I heard you mention it earlier. Ron Cowgill uh, hosts Mighty House right here on WCGO. Uh, it is a, a home improvement show. They call it Mighty House Home Improvement Radio, and he and Rich Cowgill and Robbie Earhart talk about your home improvement issues. Uh, every Saturday from 7 to 10 a.m., mm-hmm. right here on 1590 WCGO. For and, everyday uh, folks, right? Uh, yeah, because he's a great guy. He just came out to my house. Okay, I know you're working on a house uh, in Michigan. You bought a uh, dump, a big old you, dump, uh, a money pit, a money pit, and yes. you're fixing it up. Ron, yeah. Ron came out to my house here in Chicago, my 130 year old house. It scared the crap out of you. Um, that had half the insulation it needed in the attic, and we fin- fi- finished it. We we finally put in all the insulation I need in the attic. I mean, I still need it in the walls. We but, had a major domestic last night while installing yeah, insulation in the attic. So I'm so sorry, honey. I didn't mean to be mean to you. Oh, no. <laughs> but learn how to use the staple gun. We love you, honey. We love you. We, 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 you we know, those it. home projects just don't. That and putting up a Christmas tree. All right. Or wallpaper. Oh, oh my gosh. Christmas trees. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, did you know last year, not this past Christmas, but the one before, I chopped down a juniper tree in my backyard and I used that as my Christmas awesome. tree. Awesome. Good it for you. It was great. It was Good so cool. And it worked. It I didn't does. know it was going to work. It worked. It really did. And it smelled great. Yeah. And they do. Better. And then I found Fresh. out, and because I had asked all the experts in the area, hey, can you do this? And they all said, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I put it up and I and on Facebook comes through and everybody on Facebook goes, Oh, yeah, my family's done that for decades. You know, oh, in the South, we do that all the time. And I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me this before I tried it? But I tried it, and it worked. In Colorado, the snow is so deep, that's why all the trees don't have tops on them. So you just walk up the top of the snowbank and cut the top of a (laughs) 25-foot tree off. I've (laughs) seen it several times, sadly. So uh, we also have uh, – so we uh, on the March 4th, we're at the Greater Chicago Home and Remodeling Show live. The broadcast will be there. Uh, And then Chicago Flower and Garden Show – uh, where, where's, where's that? I don't oh, see that. Oh, it's not on there. You, it's you a whole separate this, this, No, those were the things like... we needed to promote today. Well, we're, oh. no, we need to promote Flower Chicago and Garden. Chicago Flower and Garden Show is the 14th through the 18th of March. Except that we will also be there for on their the 13th, 13th, for their gala on the 13th. And we're going to be doing Facebook Live is interviews. Is that the green tie ball? Or that's is that that's the name? Evening in Bloom. Evening in Bloom. Right, right, right. And the and, haute couture. And then on the 16th, Peggy and I do a presentation. And then on the 18th, we broadcast live. This show 
uh, 9 to 11 a.m. And then on the 23rd and the 24th, we'll be at Good Food Expo. 23rd doing Facebook Live. 24th, we'll be there all day. So nobody can keep up with any of this. UIC Forum. Forum. I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, it's a great place. you got to come. I love the Good Food Expo uh, that's put on by um, Family Farm. So, uh, uh, yeah. And uh, they've been part of Slow Food. Well, it's part in the the larger sense. It's part of the slow food movement. Right. Yeah, it's all part of that. They have a party at because my shop. Family Farmed has been doing this for years. Uh, I think this is like the eleventh year of the expo. Is Family it, Farm a business? It is an organization. Familyfarm.org is where you go to it. And Jim Slama, you must know Jim Slama. Probably. Uh, see, but and that's the interesting thing. I I always note because uh, I'm kind of in the middle here. I get to talk to the foodie people, and then I get to talk to the yeah. landscaping people, yeah. and I get to talk to the environmental people, and and a lot of times they don't know each other. No. And I realize that their issues are not the same. They don't. They're not always working on the same issues. That's although, why I love being around Anna Maria because she keeps me Anna, in touch. Exactly, right? Anna yep. Maria Leal, who works Leo. for Leal, Leo. Uh, who works for Christy Weber Landscapes yeah. and uh, Christy Weber Farm and Garden. Yep. Uh, and uh, she is your edible. Edibles. Edible edibles. Yeah, and that and more. The permaculture Because now she's married to Roy. So that's like that's you know. Roy Diblick from <laughs> Northwind Perennial. See, it's all oh it's all in the same family, folks. Yeah. Every everybody's connected here. And that's, that's how it's like that a works. match made in heaven for sure. So there you, there's all the stuff. We met we're at doing. Millennium Park while she was meeting working yeah. for me. Really? Wow. Yeah, she came up and she said, What do you think of that, Roy? And I said, Well So so we add matchmaker to your resume too. Yeah, well, because I, I knew Terry Gouin when they were all going out. And so, right, and you know. Terry Gouin is another architect, landscape architect. But we're all friends, so it's good. Uh, you got to stay that way. Because <laughs> then you'll never work again because everybody gets hired on all these jobs. So, yeah. Christy Weber, here we are. We were talking about the Flower and Garden Show. You're going to be part of that. Yep, for NPL. We're building Okay, a, what's an NPL? Not, uh, National Pipeline. Big, you know, pipeline company that's doing all of the, uh, you know, People's energy work, replacing all the gas lines in the street. So, uh, so they, you... they do that in uh, Chicago too? Because yep. I saw they're they're based in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I thought it's Arizona. Think... Yeah. Oh, is it Arizona? Arizona, I believe. I maybe it, it said Las yeah. Vegas. I thought it said Las oh, Vegas maybe. too. Yeah. They're big. They're huge. They are. Like when they see us, it's like, whoa, what is this going on? And you know, so all these women and you know, I'm gay, and they're just this national pipeline. It's been all straight guys, you know, like big, burly guys with beards, and they're like, wow, look at this craziness in Chicago. But we get the work done, so who cares, <laughs> yep. right? Exactly. So We're grateful. It's been a great contract. Oh, good. So, well, uh, tell us about the uh, the exhibit. It's number 15. And... Well, I think they finally went back to a million years ago, me talking about doing a street. Like doing a real street, yeah, a Chicago street, right? But not like or or like, or, or, or suburban or mm-hmm. kind of a combination. Well, no, of a streetscape is no. Phrasing I mean, up I here. guess what I really wanted to show, since we're working for National Pipeline and they're digging up so much, when you're on a street, sometimes you can see the layers of Chicago just in the street. So you've got the asphalt, which is the newer stuff. Then you dig down, and you might find pavers, old granite yeah. pavers. And then you'll go down and you'll find chars, like from the fire. Depends on where you're digging. I just thought it was you so... St- you still discover that stuff, huh? Well, I haven't seen the fire stuff, but I definitely... I'm kind well, of just the... adding that in just to make yeah. it sound super good. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, you know... Or like east of Ashland, it's going to be really sandy. West of Ashland, it's going to be really like good, you know... Wicker Park, it's a lot, 
you know, heavier, really yeah, nice yeah. soils. So sandy, Lo- loamy, as they say. Right. Huh? Lo- well, well, do you get? But you better. get you get clay soil too. Some places, don't you? Depending where you are, head north, farther north. Yeah. You know, and then, and it's not a bad thing to have because a lot of times during drought that will be living, because it holds moisture. Uh huh. Lake- right. Right. Lakewood, Lakewood Street. You know, anything east of Ashland, toast, because it's sand. They have to just irrigate the hell out of it. Oh, in terms of of keeping plants alive, yeah, because yeah. It's sand. But but in terms of construction, what does that mean? It, I mean well, I mean, typically when we're doing construction in the city, it's just a flip. So they dig the basement, you know, and just flip the dirt over and pack it back down. And so we're working with whatever they flipped. So uh-huh. it's nasty. I've, yes, I've never nasty. heard that term before, flipping a, a basement. But uh, well, yeah, think about it. they just dig it out, set it aside, pour the basement, flip it back in. <laughs> And they might haul. They try not to haul off anything. It's just pain to work with. So, well, know, what about this doing... deal? It used to be out out in the burbs. Is this still going on? Where uh, they would come in and they would take this perfectly wonderful soil and they would dig it all up and, and then ship it to us. Mm-hmm. And and then they would uh, pile it and sell it back to you, Absolutely. like like two like two inches of it back to you. Absolutely. And then below it would all be. Uh, all the rubble and hard pan that they left from the construction, and so you 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 had this beautiful prairie area, and it used to have great soil, and they dug it up and built all these uh, McMansions, and then the soil is yep. garbage. Well, we have it down here downtown now with corn cubs and everything. They bring <laughs> it down to us, you know. I mean, yeah. we buy it, so you'll have a, a how do we change a, a dirt that? Guy. Though? I mean, that's a dirt just... guy will set up next to a pile of, a, of what's going to be a new subdivision. Christy, it's a ripoff, though. It's a ripoff. People are being ripped off when you know, when these subdivisions are, are developed. How do we well, how do we just, save the soil? How just, do we get them to stop stripping everything off? We are saving it. It's coming to us downtown. But, so we're saving but it. But it's we not get staying in sight there. Yeah. No, 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 no. See, because what they, when you strip it all off and you put it in a big pile, you're killing biology right there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, boy. You're compacting it. They drive right Yes, up. exactly. They, actually, as they pile, they drive up on top of it with their machines. Mm-hmm. So think how that is. Yeah. Shove it all over to the corner yeah, and drive yeah. on top of it. Yep. So yeah. then we have to run it through a screener just to soften it all back up, and then we add compost it. So how, what? Yeah. And what Peggy so add, and I are saying is, how do we stop that horrible process, which is not the way to treat soil that has been there for millennia? Um. Well, I mean, it's already sort of stopping because there's a lot less construction. I mean, there's a lot of commercial construction. You'll see a lot of tower cranes. It's very. It's private work. But I think it's gotten so expensive to do homes, mm-hmm. to do regular land. Like, if you're going to put a tree in your parkway now, it's not just the cost of the tree and the labor and our costs. Then you got to pay another 260 bucks just to get a permit to open a hole. Really? No. If you don't get charged that, then you're using a landscaper. That's doing well. That's if you're getting, but it, that's if you're getting uh, uh, a larger caliper no, tree. Any hole in the park. I don't. I be, any hole. Any I, hole. I'll be. I'll bet. I can put in an oak tree uh, in a gallon bucket, and no one's ever going to notice. Well, that's oak. exact. You can. Okay. Yes, so, people do that so all where, the time. Where's right. the Where's the line drawn? How big you're a hole? You're supposed to pull a permit. For, for a for a gallon bucket with an oak any tree. Any hole in, in the parkway. It's any hole. Nobody's going to do that. I dig up mine all the time. Well, I, I, I mean, just read. Re, but re, we are subject as landscapers to high fines if we get caught mm-hmm. without that permit in yeah, our hand. Yeah, that's because right. you got a truck with your logo on it. You know, even if by... I didn't, I would could get caught. You know, what if I hit the gas line? Yeah, that's it's, the deal. That's why well, they want to monitor it. That's they want to monitor happened. it, and they make money. Whereas yes. the homeowner just goes and digs a little hole. And I do understand being cautious. 
uh, looking for pipelines underneath. Right. You don't want to hit uh, the gas line. Right. No, that's not or the water We've line. All, I mean, I've done no, it. you don't. Everybody's of course you do. It, yeah. Well, if you've been in the business, you did it. Yeah, right. it, it's happened. Right. It happens. Right. There's been one or two big mistakes which have, you know, put this just like anything in our business. You know, one person might do something and you change everything just to Mm -hmm. make it happen because that one One person person wrecked it for everyone. Well, I think that's exactly That's why we can't have nice things. Well, I just feel like it's going to limit the work people are going to do in their parkways. They're going to just say, forget it. It's the cities. Well, except that most people don't aren't even aware that you're supposed to talk to the city when you dig a hole in your parkway. Not talk. You're a permit. Yeah. Well, again... Most people don't know that, nor are they, and even if they do know that. Well, so then that's why it's great that MPL, Christy Weber, are doing Energy this are doing this show because that's what they would like to show. The is story exactly, is cl- now. There we, why, go, we just swung right around. Why is it called? That's good. That's, it was that's planned how we, that way. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why is it called the story of diversity? Because NPL and People's Energy, they're. People's Energy has always been a very diverse company. So, you know, it's kind of a city-based, so ComEd, those guys, you know, you look and you see a lot of different colors, okay. city colors, you know, all yeah. of us. And NPL is in here from, you know, a different world, and so they're showing they're really working hard to be diverse so that, you know, not like a pretend thing either, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like real. Uh, like, like they'll say to me, you're a good landscaper, not because you're a chick. But that's you want that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> not, well, not I mean, no, but it doesn't happen that way a lot of times. No. Okay. Sorry. You know, I mean, that's okay. No, no, <laughs> I know it doesn't happen that way. We know we are. I know. I, I am aware of the world I live in. Yeah. Okay, Christy. Uh, that is Christy Weber from Christy Weber Landscapes and Christy Weber Farm and Garden. We're going to talk more. Uh, you're welcome to call in Diversity. or write to us. Uh, the number is eight seven 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 one one five six one one or the Mike Novak Show on Facebook. This is the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki, and we'll be right back. When you visit the Art Institute of Chicago and you're drawn in by the Dutch Masters, are you looking at their clothing or their dinner plates? Dr. Jim Nienhus from the University of Wisconsin-Madison says that veggies have actually changed over 500 short years, and he'll tell you about it at the McHenry County College Great Lakes Bioneer Speaker Series. On February 27th, Nienhus will do two presentations. At noon, he'll speak on Renaissance art and vegetables, and at 6 p.m., the talk is about women farming cooperatives in Central America, where he's worked in rural areas of Guatemala, Nicaragua, Honduras, and Costa Rica. Mike's interviewed Dr. Neen Hoosen describes him as living at the intersection of science and entertainment. All events are free and at 7 p.m. in the Lucht Conference Center, 8900 U.S. Highway 14 in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Call 815-479-7765 or visit mchenry.edu slash green. That's 815-479-7765 or visit mchenry.edu slash green. It might be winter, but you can still visit farmer's markets hosted by many different Chicagoland houses of worship on select Saturdays and Sundays from now through April. Your purchase of local, sustainably produced food helps support regional farmers. The markets are organized by Faith in Place, a nonprofit which inspires people of diverse faiths to care for the earth through education, connection, and advocacy. For a market schedule and to learn more, go to faithinplace.org. The Chicago Flower and Garden Show returns to Navy Pier this March with a new five-day schedule. This year's theme is Flower Tales. Every garden has a story to tell. 
You'll enjoy fabulous display gardens, chef demonstrations, container potting parties, cut flower arranging classes, and family activities. Mike and I will be there twice. Our presentation is on Friday, March 16th, and on Sunday, March 18th, we're broadcasting live. This year's Chicago Flower and Garden Show is happening from March 14th through March 18th. Get your tickets now at chicagoflower.com. This is your talk. Do you read me? On 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago. Come on, is anybody even out there? Eyes of blue and fields of green. Water full of atrazine. <laughs> Hundred acres to explore. <laughs> Acres full of alachlore. <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho. Ho, ho. Mom and Dad, how could they know? Ho, ho, hey, hey. Herbicides done made me gay. Ah, that's what my brother probably thinks. He thought the gym teacher did it to me. <laughs> Boy, well, a, lot of, a lot of gym teachers are. All right, Johnny, uh, twice John, in an hour we've John, lost him. Uh, John. He's on the floor to Pudlow. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, Johnny, get off the floor. And you, no, you don't have to hit the uh, the panic button on that one. That that was actually fun. That's the, okay, that, uh, by the way, that is Susan Werner. Do you know her? She's terrific. She's just uh How she's, do I know her? Where, yeah. She's uh Midnight Special singer, Rich Warren has her singer songwriter done oh, a lot cool. of great stuff. She's been on my show. I want to get her back on. She does some really funny and really Maybe we terrific. should have her like um You should do have her perform at the at the the garden center. Cuz we do that and they also have that. What's that other thing where they travel around and you have to sit there and listen to music? It's called I don't know. We can't ring the a bell. Con- a concert? Uh, yeah, like that. But it's, 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 somebody call in from the garden center. We have it at our garden center. It travels around. the. It's a worldly thing. They do it all over the world. Okay. Uh, you you think about that while I tell people about conifers. It's hard not to love conifers. The smell alone is worth the price of admission. But few people love conifers the way that Rich and Susie Air right. do. They run Rich's Foxwillow Pines in Woodstock, Illinois. And that business is the subject of an article by our friend Michelle Byrne Walsh in the current issue of Chicagoland Gardening Magazine. If you haven't ever made the journey to Rich's Fox Willow Pines, do yourself a favor and spend an afternoon wandering among the thousands of dwarf and rare conifers that grow on their two properties. You could also do yourself a favor by reading my column on the inside back page of every issue. It smells like pickled tube socks. Chicago Chicagoland Gardening Magazine, a publication of state-by-state gardening magazines. Go to chicagolandgardening.com. If you're in other parts of the Midwest or the South, try one of the 21 magazines in those regions by going to statebystategardening.com or call 888-265-3600, 888-265-3600. The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Christy Weber is in studio. So far. So far sounds. So far. So far sounds. That's what it's called. Okay. Oh, what? Yes. Never so heard thank of it. Claire. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. So far sounds. Claire gets a ding. Yes. All right. So Claire and so far. We need, uh, we need, uh, are you okay, Johnny? Johnny's like, he's hovered. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's doing something in there. Okay. As long as we're cool. Uh, we need to give away some ticks yeah. to the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. So how, how do we want to do that? Um, maybe we should have... Uh, Somebody answer. Maybe we should have you pose a gardening question or something. I don't know, but um, okay, no, we won't. No. <laughs> put me on the spot. Wow. All right, all right. We're not going to put anything, you on the spot. Right. Let's see. How about? Well, we could have mm. the first person to write any question on Facebook to Christy. Yeah, all right. We cool. can do that. Do that. 
All right. First person. It's, it's, it's that easy. We'll give away two tickets to the Chicago Flower and Garden Show. But you got to go to the show broadcast page. You got to go to the Mike Novak Show page, and you got to write a question, and on it has the video. To, and it has to have the words Christy Weber in it. And it needs to be on the video, not just on the page. Right. Oh my God! It and, sounds too complicated. Yeah, otherwise, well, you I'm know jumping what? back and forth between two. So why we, we just want to give them away for free? No, we're no, not going to do that. This is two tickets, two, two, two All to right. the Chicago Flower and Garden or, Show. Or, or, or if you call at eight seven 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 one one five six one one, we'll give you the well, tickets. Well, they can win tickets too. Yeah. So we have a lot to give away. If you want to do that, feel free to give us a call. And eight. it's a shorter time frame, folks. So grab it. <laughs> it is, yeah. isn't it? A shorter. Yeah, I mean, it's only we five Real quick. Yeah. Oh, you mean the flower show? Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. only five days this uh, year. So uh, it's not like you have two weekends to try to get it in. Right. Now you have, yeah, exactly. We Look at that. There's a call pouring in right now. How about that? Oh, look at jumping into the call. You scared them. I know. They're gone. We were talking about your business, and I thought we should get a plug in for that uh, because uh, Christy <laughs> Weber Farm and Garden last year, Peggy and I went over there and we shot a Facebook Live video. At the um, new one? At the new place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us about the new place. How's that going? Well, so I just happened to be, this guy was there before, and he he was a steel guy. He did stairs and stuff like that. So I would stop by if I needed specialized sort of pieces of steel for any of my equipment or trailers. And he said to me, you know, I'm not going to be here. I'm moving out to Addison. And I said, oh, my God, what are you doing with this? And he said, well, I was just going to let a buddy move in, another steel guy, because it's real yeah. easy, you know. Right. And I said, uh-uh, no. And it's a local guy, you know, a city guy that owns it, owns right. a few properties in the neighborhood. Called him up, buddy, bing, done. And then I went in, and it was a disaster, of course. The steel guy's been in there well, for years. Well, of course. Years. It had to have been written that- Years. It was disgusting. So we... What, when you moved into the place, it was something like this. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, right? my yeah. God. It was so nasty. <laughs> so we, all night, the neighbors stopped us, meaning we were... I didn't know it was two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Sandblasting. <laughs> and and not only that's just dirty. I didn't know anything about it. I learned how to do sandblasting on really? walls there. Really? Last year while you were doing that? Absolutely. Yep. And and, and and the idea was you guys were at like twenty two hundred West Grand and you moved just a few blocks west. But bigger. But bigger and you're right on the corner. It's a V shaped corner mm-hmm. of uh Grand in uh, Chicago. Yeah. Right. So now you're open out you've got uh both well, sides. Well you can tie in with Katie who has her farm right there and she can sell vegetables and she's going to have a little petting zoo all weekends so she katie patchwork farms mm-hmm. okay she's right there east of us and the other side is the taco guy and then if you notice there's that old fashioned <laughs> you gotta have a taco guy gotta have the yeah taco jose guy. it's awesome he's great the food weren't you guys great. are you still planning to put a little a tavern there and that might come around the corner so wouldn't it be great <laughs> and so to Susan have a little Susan can play the opening. There you go. Absolutely. And a lot. I mean, we would love to put in a little tavern, something simple, a shot and beer place, you know, that's tied right to the garden center. some fresh tomatoes. Yeah. Have the chickens walking around. We have the chickens and have big table. Well, I don't want to serve food. So it will be something more like a chef will come in. So Kate, I know Katie can bring th- vegetables over. We actually we met Katie when we went to the uh, food justice event. Okay. See how it From works. Patchwork Farms. I mean, talk about mm-hmm. community. Yeah. And the community is so excited to have this, and it feels like overnight, bam! The you know all of California is hot with all those little like antique kind of mid mid century modern stores. Mm-hmm. I think Three Floyds might open something over there. I don't know. Nice. Maybe, maybe so you and they all have garden centers attached. Is that well, what you're saying? Think, well, George's is right there. We have so many right in the area. George, Connie, you know, Cityscape, Christy Weber, and then what's the one over on Damon? Um, I love her. She's got a real beautiful place. Uh, 
Uh, you know where it is. Damon and Chicago Avenue. Yeah, I know exactly what you're Real, talking about. I yeah, can't remember the yeah. name of it. That's that many garden centers within about, you know, Well, I think three Floyds 15. could make a special Christy Weber brew, too. Christy oh, Weber yeah. Ale. Yeah. yeah. They're All right. cool. They're hey, cool. We, and look, we work with three and Vic, we work with three and two. To say here. Uh, yeah, let's go yeah. to the phone line. And Vic, you're on the Mike Novak show with Peggy Malecki. Good morning. Good morning, folks. Um, it's Nick, actually, with an N. Oh, no, Nick. Sorry. Uh 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 Johnny. Oh no, don't stump me. You're fired. You told get out. <laughs> get There out. went their diversity. Hey, uh Ellie, <laughs> guys, get in get in the seat and run the show, okay? Uh, oh, blame it. Oh, Blaming it on the intern. Oh, I love that. Ellie, yeah. it's your fault. No, uh, his intern's here, too. Oh, oh, which intern, though? We got two of them in the room. Oh, another one? I don't even see that. <laughs> no big deal. Hey, Nick. Nick, uh, how well, are you? Now I feel horrible, no. and I'll change my name to Vic <laughs> if you won't fire him. <laughs> you, you needn't do that. Don't worry about it. So uh, you want a couple of tickets to the garden show? I, I'd greatly appreciate it. Are you a gardener yourself? I am. What do you what do you grow? Uh, tomatoes, lettuce, peppers. Um, you know, not not consistently great. I, I think I need to. Um, I think I need to sort of uh, let the the ground go fallow, as I as I've read. Yeah. Um, but I, I tend to grow tomatoes in the same plot. I, I use new organic soil each year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I got to change that up this year. You got to um, be a little careful about that because if you tend to grow tomatoes in the same spot they can get diseases uh and so it's good to move the area like you said let the soil you don't have to let it go fallow you can grow something in a different vegetable family in the same area. so so if you grew tomatoes there last year you could grow beans there this year for instance or 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 squash uh but uh, then wait a couple of years and put tomatoes back in that after you've grown something else or you can let it lie there if you want as well. Now, are you in the city or the burbs or where? Well, I, I'm in the city, but but practically the burbs. I'm in the northwest tip of Chicago. Ah, cool. Okay. Are, you, are you a fireman or a policeman? <laughs> <laughs> no, but plenty of my neighbors are. Yeah, plenty exactly. of my neighbors are. <laughs> you didn't know that, Mike? Uh, what? Oh no no no! Oh, yeah, say, no, yeah. I was going to say. Obviously, you know that because yeah. uh, that's that's the kind of thing that Christy Weber would know. Right across the street from Elmwood Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, Nick, we're going to oh, send Elmwood you... Park, uh, Johnny's Beef. Yeah, there we go. Oh, <laughs> are you supposed to bang that thing? Okay, you got to do. All right, there you go. So, well, you can do it. So Christy's Johnny's well. going to have to get your mailing address and your email so we can get those tickets out to you. Excellent. Thank, thank you very much. You guys have a terrific show. It's a great show. Oh, we appreciate thank that. You. Thank you so much for and listening. Tell, go Nick. tell two people and yeah, have right. them listen tell to Tell two people and have two people uh, like us on Facebook. And other than that, you're, you're, that you're, I will do. you're free and clear. Uh, and, uh, I'll definitely do that. And if you come on uh, the Friday or the Sunday at the Flower Show, stop by and say hi. I absolutely will. Okay. It's my pleasure. All right. We'll, we'll put you on hold thank and we'll, you. we'll get your information. There, there we go. Another satisfied customer. Sprout, yeah. sprout home. Uh, so there sprout you go. Sprout home is the one on Damon. Ah, sprout home. Sprout, sprout. Okay, you knew that, right? Damon and Chicago have that little that. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know the little the, the little, I didn't know the name of it. So it's like all in that little area. It's a, it's amazing because a lot of them they it feels it like they're like a, they're little hidden garden centers. Right. You know. You're sort of the biggest of the of the lot. Well, actually, yes, enemy. You know, I mean, they're the. Oh no, no, no! But yeah. see, I'm talking about in that area, a town like the the Wicker Park Buck Town area. I, I would just love to have George's volume. I mean, that place is packed on on um, California. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, packed. Well, you know, people need to know where you are. So, um, well, we couldn't hang a sign. Yeah, we couldn't hang a sign for a while. We won't mm. talk why, but you know, uh, city Whatever. stuff. Is it wouldn't oh, have yeah, to be city stuff. It's because yeah, you had to dig a hole for it. Is yeah. that is that the problem? It's a uh, more than a hole. You know, here yeah, that's the dug thing. a hole in my wallet. If <laughs> if we got. <laughs> not not that way. Just mean like I, I, I didn't know there were so many permits to get moving on that. There's we, permits. We to just get go. permits to get permits. We to just get go. Permits. I'm go, telling go, you. Go. I'm telling you. If we decided to talk uh, rules and regs oh, no, and, mean, and city oh, of boy. Chicago, Johnny would have his finger over the button. Don't talk to. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to get Christy in you trouble. You got the here. whole block of division in California. You would really like hear some stuff. <laughs> okay. About, we'll hear it after the break. About yeah. the whole. All right. I mean, just, Yes. <laughs> That's Christy Weber from Christy Weber Landscapes, etc., etc., etc. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki, and uh, we hope you uh, join the conversation. We'll be right back. This is Mike Novak, and this is the moment. That's the theme of the 7th Annual One Earth Film Festival, and the Mike Novak Show will be there. 33 award-winning films at 47 venues across Chicagoland, March 2nd through 11th. This is the moment underscores the need to take action to save our planet now. Visit oneearthfilmfest.org to reserve tickets to all screenings, including the March 2nd Green Carpet Gala featuring live interviews by Peggy Malecki and me. See you there. Celebrate local, sustainable, humane, and fair food at the 2018 Good Food Expo. Connect with local farmers and producers, learn from renowned local chefs, shop the Good Food Marketplace, and eat delicious food in the Good Food Court. Entry is free with online registration. Don't miss the Good Food Masterclass on Fermented Foods with author Michael Harlan Turkel. Good Food happens Saturday, March 24 at the UIC Forum in Chicago. The Mike Novak Show will be covering it live on Facebook. Visit goodfoodexpo.org. It's a new year, and Chicagoans are still looking for new and better ways to get healthier. This is Peggy, and I publish Natural Awakenings, Chicago's greenest and healthiest local magazine. And if you want to reach our area's growing wellness and sustainability market, you need to get your business in front of our 80,000 engaged monthly readers. Call me today at 847-858-3697 to learn more. 847-858-3697. And check us out at nachicago.com. I'm meteorologist Rick DeMaio. Bringing a lot of social science into climate change is really important. People who teach climate change now, you have to really get into how it's affecting people, how it's affecting the ability for people to cope, how it's affecting the ability of people to adapt or to mitigate. Stick around for some more insight into weather and climate and how it might be affecting you, your lives, and your garden. On WCGO 1590, Chicago's Smart Talk. There we go. There's a microphone. There we are. Yay. Uh, Johnny's having a rough morning here because Christy Weber's in the studio. He's got his finger Uh, on that panic button. But I have not said I hell. I said hell. That was it. That was it. And he knows that. (laughs) 
But but that that song, see that intro was for you being here because I'm barely breathing. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop here. It's well, a, I'm just trying to be good. No, nah, you're you're say great. Anything, Christy? You're, well, you know, uh, if uh, what we can do is if swearing is the least of what I. You know, worry about because I and I found during the week I found my honey badger quotes. In some point, I'm gonna have to play honey badger. Uh, and, and Christy Weber doesn't know you guys in the control room know honey badger. You know what I'm talking about when I say honey badger? Okay, good, good. Christy doesn't. You just we got, we, said that. We got to show her the uh, maybe he did. Hi, pal. Are, you, are you messing with me? Okay, because uh, okay. it, it goes like uh, something like this honey badger don't care, honey badger don't give a <laughs> there you go. And uh, oh boy, you caught it just in time. Oh. Oh, that's uh, recorded, believe oh. me. <laughs> Very carefully placed. Very carefully placed. That's it. we got to bleep that out here because uh, I want I want to continue to be on the radio for a while, not just, uh, you know, 10 more minutes before they you show me. You kicked the... off? Uh, you know what? It's it's actually interesting. That word, you know, following uh, what the guy in the White House said about yeah, those yeah, those yeah, countries yeah, uh, yeah. in Africa, and mm-hmm. uh, now that word is all over the place. And that's what – that's actually – we're at a point where a lot of people say that word and nobody cares. And and, and I'm not going to say it on this show, you know, the other word for crap. Uh, I don't even like to say that. Uh, but uh, you can get away with it in a lot of places now. So that's changing. Uh, Is it just because it's on cable all the time? Just cause I, think, all the time. I think it's part of it that it has been on cable. Cable has changed the world. Uh, the Internet obviously has changed the world and the kinds of things you hear. Uh, you know, you want to know why, why am I watching – John Stewart and he's being bleeped out all the time, or John Oliver, or well, John Oliver isn't because but he's on watch, HBO. Um, then you watch, um, and he just he says whatever he wants. Um, who's the other guy that has a show like that? He has a call. Bill Maher. Yeah. Oh well, that's because it's could, HBO. Look, he's HBO as well. So that's he doesn't get bleeped. No, it's HBO. No. because people are paying for it, so they're paying for the pleasure of uh, <laughs> no bleeps of no bleeps, and huh. and and that's fine. You know that's. Language, language is powerful, and sometimes we need to use those words. We really do. Um, so maybe not around my kids. I gotta no, st- I got to stop. And, and and how many kids you have? No, two. two. And two. how old are they now? Nine and seven. Holy smoke! Yeah. Wow. Oliver will be ten in March, and uh, I had that baby. That was so ten years ago. I had a baby. I'm fifty six. You waited long enough. Ridiculous. There's a reason why young people do it. Look, you're getting applause there in, in the control room from. Uh, yeah, you get, you get a ding too. You know, the doctor at I at the clinic was just like walked me around like, here it is. You know, we got a 56 year old. I wasn't 56 at the time. Ten years ago would make me 46. So I can do the math. I, yes, you can. Well, <laughs> many of us can. So walking me around like you know, showing all the women that were in the chairs because I mean the place was packed. So it was packed with, you know, trying people trying to get pregnant. Try, <laughs> trying yeah, to get... Yeah, clinics. I mean, they're mm-hmm. packed. Wait, no. So this is when you were pregnant or after you had the baby? When I got pregnant, he would walk me around because he just wanted the gals. Like, the gal, see, yeah, she's see, pregnant. My style works. It uh, goes. By the way, I'm noticing we we may need to tilt up on... Uh... Christy a little bit because well, she she was she was, she was sitting and now she's standing now she's got the energy. No, going. I'm so short they thought I was sitting. I was standing. <laughs> um, your friend, one of the gals that worked for me, said, "If you were any taller, I'd be scared shitless of you." Oh, there we go! Oh, 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 oh. Oh. He got it! He got it! He got it! Oh. He gets the ding. <laughs> Those of you on Facebook caught it. Those of you on AM, sorry. That's okay. Beep. 
Well, the, I didn't say it. She did. So, <laughs> so, so that's what Teddy says to me, my youngest. So, so are Teddy and Oliver at all interested in, in gardens and gardening? Not at all. Oh, really? Nope. What are, What are they His interested mom in? Nope. Um, they are interested in uh, that all those games with the remote controls. Um, play, Everything with PlayStation. Nose in, yeah. Not you know, not we anymore. That's too much for babies. So it's PlayStation and Xbox, and hmm. I mean, and the iPad. I even broke one one time. I was so fed up with it. It was kind of cracked, so I knew it was perfect timing to make a big scene. Uh oh. So now they're like, don't do it now. She knows she'll break it. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I not only broke it, I was so angry. I, I know I need to calm what, down. Did you like throw it on the ground? Stomped on it. You stomped on it? Stomped on it. Yeah, but that probably felt really good. It did. I know, but now people are going to think I'm it... such a terrible mom. I don't. But I'm not. I'm not. They're not even interested in riding the machines, to be honest with you. Go-karts, yes. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, any other equipment, nah. They're not interested in all that equipment The first they come in my shop, they're like, um, they go right for the quarters because they know where I hide them for the vending machine. Good. They're kids. That's what kids do. Yeah, my dad would always, I would just beg. I mean, so some things have never changed. You just go for the quarters and the vending vending machine. Who cares about the tractors and the backhoes? And and, And the trampoline. We have a trampoline there, you know, so. At the Christie Weber. Yep. All right. I have everything dangerous. I know. Well, last time I went in, last time I went in there, you you had a donkey. Donkey. Yes. It's a miniature. Is your donkey still there? Yep. Really? Yes. And that's over at Rancho Verde. Right. So, yep. uh, donkey, two goats, and a sheep, and a bunch of chickens, but a fox ate. We had 26 chickens, Ooh. which is 12 acres, so I think they could cruise around on that, but fox ate 12 of them. Oh, my goodness. Like, kabam, done. And you know, there's the difference. So, the coyote comes through and it looks like a pillow fight. Poof. They just make a big mess. Feathers everywhere. Yeah. Feathers everywhere. Fox comes in, sneaks them, takes them in the, in the culvert. I said, why did you guys throw the chickens, the dead chickens in a culvert? You know, when the coyote would kill him, he'd leave these dead chickens around. And so I thought they took those dead chickens, opened up the heavy metal lid, and threw them in the culvert. The guys, my guys that work for me. Yeah. No, that's where the fox was storing them. So Marina Post, yeah. my friend, I said, you know, I think there's a fox down here. And we go up by the culvert, and oh, my God, it looked right up at us. Oh, Scared really? the crap out of us. I mean, I never very expected good, by the way. I never, yeah. I never expected to see the fox. Wow. Yeah. And was it during the day? Yes, it was during the day when we saw it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, at it's night, funny. I was... And he just snatches them. Yeah. I mean, it's what? so fast. It's un- got a duck. I had four ducks. One of them's gone. And that's smack in the middle of the city of Chicago, folks. So if you don't think foxes are oh, we around. Oh, deer come through. Yep. Yeah, well, you're also by the, the, the metro yep. metro line. So that, I said that to Mayor Daly. He's like, you don't think I know that deer run the railroad tracks? How do you think they made the railroad tracks? And I felt like an idiot. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell you. The deer <laughs> made the tracks? Yeah. The, the deer made the ra- They have trails. <laughs> right. right. And yeah. the trains followed those animal trails. <laughs> the deer are singing, I've been working, working on, on the, the railroad. railroad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All the, the live long days. Johnny's like, where did we lose control? Uh, this, this, I, the minute the show started, basically. Uh, well, the, if you're wondering, this is the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. That is uh, Christy Weber. Uh, you're welcome to ask a question about landscaping. Uh, not, <laughs> not that not that we've talked about it at all. I hosta. Mean, everything. Hosta. Go for it. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Why Lives. not? There's some people who don't even know what hostas are, which is, I find. Deer salad. 
exactly. Yeah. That's what hostas are. Deer salad. Uh, and uh, you're welcome to call in at 877-711-5611. Of course, we're also on uh, Facebook. And uh, we're, we're going to be taking a break for No Name News. And when we come back in the second hour, uh, we're going to be talking. Uh, a little, we'll get a little serious, so you'll have to get just a little Aww. bit of serious. Um, um, it's been fun. Uh, well, but yeah, but, you know, we'll just we'll keep doing this. Uh, Adam Fetterman, who, who is uh, with the investigative fund at the National at the Nation Institute. And uh, uh, he's a, a journalist who's been writing about our natural areas and the agencies that are supposed to take care of them and how they're really not kind of doing that anymore. They're wait, just... wait, wait. Neighbor spaces? No, no, oh, no. We're talking no, about... We're talking oh. like, like Zinke. National Park Service oh, and so interior. forth. We'll there be back. The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Captain's Log, Stardate 42326.1. The Enterprise is under attack by an apparently hostile life form. Mr. Wolf, status report. Inexplicable, Captain. They appear to be perambulating vegetables. We are being stalked by stalks of asparagus. That is incorrect, Mr. Wolf. Asparagus officinalis, or killer asparagus, was the subject of a very popular 21st century tome by the brilliant author Mike Novak. Mike Novak. I'm familiar with his work. Mike Novak was one of the smartest, funniest people in the horticultural world of the 21st century. Sound red alert. Shields up. Tell me more, Mr. Data. He has been variously compared to Mark Twain, Dave Barry, and Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, author of my favorite children's stories. Captain, I am attempting to access a copy of the masterpiece. Hmm, it seems to be available online at AroundTheBlockPress.com. 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 Yes, Mr. Watt. Yes, Captain. AroundTheBlockPress.com. How many times can I say it? So we, Welcome been, to the second hour trained. of the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Call us with your questions and comments at 847 A new secure oh, line has been open for communication. 877-711-5611. Now please make enjoy for second hour capitalist radio. Here they are again, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. All I need is good food to eat and make me healthy, wealthy, wide awake. Lettuce, tomatoes, root and bacon. What about those sweet potatoes? All I need is good food to eat. All I need is good food to eat. Oh, uh, yeah, those bots are still with us. Okay. Da. Da. Putin's listening. Bonnie. All right. Yeah. Welcome back to the second hour of the uh, Mike Novak show. And we with are Pega. live on Facebook, but where's our cameras, guys? Um, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll show up at uh, some point. Right. Yeah. All right. But... We have Christy Weber still in the we studio. We have Christy Weber. There she but is. The other guy was up there too. <laughs> um, and uh, there he's we sitting are. right next to me. There we are. Everything with the logos and everything. And oh and, and if you're wondering what we're talking about, you have to go to Facebook to the Mike Novak Show and watch the live video. No, you they can don't. Ask us they questions. can just listen on the radio. Well, or they could go to the. They can they can do old school if they want. Well, that's good too on 1590 WCGO. Exactly. Yay. Or on TuneIn or on live stream off the Mike Novak Show. Mm-hmm. Dot net. Mike Novak dot net. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> <I say. laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back. And uh, we were going to let folks know about a few things going on. Uh, we did in the first hour. And before we get to our guest in the second hour, who is uh, Adam Fetterman from The Nation magazine, um, uh, we want to let you know that later today at noon, Richie Z's Chicago History and Automotive Heaven. Sundays, 12 to 1 p.m. 
On the radio? Right, right here. here. Oh. At uh, 1590 right WCGO. You know I have a lowrider. you got to talk to Richie. Yeah. When uh, Richie, if you're listening, uh, when you come in, you talk to Christy because yeah. she's got a lowrider. I sure You'll do. You'll know all about See, here's the problem. El Camino. Uh, I, El Camino? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. 1982 lowrider. It bounces. So Jenny and the kids and I drive around in Wicker Park in it. In an El Camino. Uh, wow. It bounces. Yes. Here's see the I'm not I'm no help to Richie because um, automobiles and me eh, don't really get along very well. And yeah. I mean, as long as they run and you turn the key and it goes, that's uh, you're that's, happy. That's all I know. That's all. I mean, I to me, I'll be thing. I'll be honest with you, Christy. I look out. All cars look the same to me. They all look the same. Well, except, now they do. Well. They, uh, I suppose. No, in the day they all look the same too. It's it's. it's I mean, you, uh, you mean you don't have a Subaru for love? I had oh, a, I had, had a, a Subaru. I had a Subaru, oh, and I got rid of it. <laughs> but that's because I I got a I I okay. I'll, I'll make another confession. I have never owned a new car in my entire life ever. So and What's I doubt. Wrong with that? And I doubt that I ever will. I can't imagine that happening. Well, I'm from Flint, so you know we're General Motors. Well, there you go. But I'm from yeah. Detroit, so well, what can I tell yeah. you? You know, do uh, you have a Shinola at least? A what? <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Get your hand on the panic button. <laughs> Shinola. No, it's a watch. They make in Detroit now. Oh, mm, do yes. they? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I've yeah, read about that. A store yeah. on, on Damon and hmm. there. No, yeah. I don't have. No, I don't wear watches either. I stopped wearing a watch when I was like twenty-two or something, and and my watch had broken, and I and I was on an elevator, and it was like the fifth time that I had looked at it, and it was not, you know. It was Time not moving, and I said, okay, we're done with that. I so took it off, and, like I, and, I, and I never put one keep on again. Well, one thing you might like with Richie Z, going back to Richie, he's got on um, February 24th, he's got a special private tour of the Claremont Auto Museum over on Knox Avenue. Here in Chicago. 3111 Knox huh. Avenue is a huge private collection. Yeah, oh, of so that's the thing that Richie does. He gets uh, these great tours of these. Aud- you you got to hook up on them. All right, when he comes in, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce There's you. There's a landscape story to this El Camino, too. I'm not kidding. Yeah. There is? Okay. Yes. Got well, we got, got, got a couple of minutes here. We also want to let you know that Playtime with uh, Bill Turk and Carrie Kendall is on from 1 to 3 right here on What 15. is that? That is, that's uh, a, a show about showbiz, oh. about music and art and theater and um, and lots of stuff. Actually, Bill runs the gamut and he talks about what. Yeah, when it, you say Playtime. Uh, well, yeah. it's, well, they it, do live Life short plays. They, oh, they've, they've, I wasn't they've thinking been, that. But. I'm sure you weren't. Uh, that's why we're <laughs> explaining it to you, okay? It's because uh, Johnny's got his finger on the panic button. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay? I'm done. I know. He's got, he knows where it is. Uh, is that the first time you've had to hit that, Johnny? Oh, but, right. All right. Oh, first time Johnny had to hit the panic button was when Christy Weber was in the studio. Uh, we'll, we will remember that. At least I didn't say, you know what. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it now. No, I okay? won't. Believe <laughs> okay. me. Uh, so uh, 1 to 3 p.m. playtime with Bill Turk and Carrie Kendall. Uh, uh, tune in there because Bill's a great guy. He's been all over the world, and he knows a ton, ton of stuff. And uh, he's a good humanitarian, too. And that's one of the things I like about him. He's, uh, he's one of these guys who goes out on the street. Um, hands out $100 bills. No, oh. no. He hands out uh, food oh, and, and socks yes, and, and that sort of thing to, to Care folks. packages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, here and all, or all over the world? Uh, here in Chicago. He does it. Although he's been uh, to he's bu- been in war zones. And- yeah, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, I don't hear the music if we're getting ready to break. I, no, no, we're still, okay. He was. You, I was just looking at signals here. Okay. So the, they're on one to three. So uh, 
And when we come back in the uh, next, oh, one more thing. Yeah, tree keepers, open land tree keepers. Yay. Uh, Open lands. I'm I'm a tree keeper. Uh, number 417 spring classes will be held on sundays and thursdays from april 8th to may 3rd they park out by us uh do they yeah. uh from 11 yeah. 30 to 3 30 and uh that's on sunday and uh, thursday classes are 6 to 8 30 p.m at the washington park field house 5531 south martin luther king drive in chicago uh and uh you can go to openlands.org slash tree keepers to be part of that we're going to talk more about that in the in the coming weeks because uh, uh yeah i think the tree keeper program is really cool they also have garden keeper open lands is just such a great organization again great o- openlands.org slash tree keepers yes, yeah we reconnected yes. at open lands it's nice the mike novak show with becky malecki we'll be right back When you visit the Art Institute of Chicago and you're drawn in by the Dutch Masters, are you looking at their clothing or their dinner plates? Dr. Jim Nienhuis from the University of Wisconsin-Madison says we have a lot to learn from the way veggies looked 500 years ago. And he'll tell you about it at the McHenry County College Great Lakes Bioneer Speaker Series. On February 27th, Nienhuis will do two presentations. At noon, he'll speak on Renaissance art and vegetables. At 6 p.m., the talk is about women farming cooperatives in Central America, where he has worked in Guatemala, Nicaragua, Honduras, and Costa Rica. I've interviewed Dr. Nienhus in the past, and you know what? He lives at the intersection of science and entertainment. All events are free, and at 7 p.m. in the Looped Conference Center, 8900 U.S. Highway 14 in Crystal Lake. Call 815-479-7765 or go to mchenry.edu slash green. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Well, that's never going to happen at Organic Roots Ego Salon. They use only the safest, most natural, professional hair products available to make sure you get great color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their salon products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins typically found in hair color, perms, and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots also offers a complete menu of safe straightening treatments, including the non-toxic Magic Sleek and Cezanne Keratin Smoothing products that let you shampoo the same day. They even repurpose hair clippings, recycle product containers, and use LED lighting. Now that's green. Walk into 21st Century Hair Care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at organicrootsecosalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty. You no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. Catch Playtime with Bill Turk and Carrie Kendall every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on 1590 WCGO. Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show <laughs> with Peggy Malecki. You know, I'd just rather dance. Uh, can, can we just do that? Uh, oh, yeah. That's a Commodore's version of that, really? by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm losing you. 
Uh, and that, that actually, t- it's a segue into our, our next segment because, unfortunately, uh, we seem to be headed in that direction with some of our, our most sacred lands in America. Uh, let's bring in uh, Adam Fetterman uh, from The Nation magazine. Adam, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you back on the show. You were you were here just a couple of months ago, um, and we talked about your series, your investigative series um, uh, about the Department of the Interior uh, under the Trump administration. Uh, you write with the investigative fund, uh, and you've done a series of articles. And I guess I would start, we talked two months ago about how, how bad things were in uh, our uh, in regard to, to our agencies and, and, and the, the care they're taking over some of our most sacred lands in America. And, and at that time, it was pretty dire. But even in just short two months, it feels like the world has changed again and things just seem to get worse and worse. How would you say things have changed in the last two months uh, since you were talked to us and since you wrote the, this first set of uh, stories? Yeah, well, unfortunately, I think things have gone from bad to worse. Uh, in the last couple of weeks of December, really over the uh, Christmas holiday, Department of Interior pushed through a number of uh, rule changes and regulatory modifications that uh, you know will have real consequences for public lands and the environment. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, the last several weeks have really been dominated by the department's uh, offshore oil and gas development plan for the next five years, which uh, has, has received a, a lot of pushback and uh, for, for a variety of reasons uh, from both Republican mm-hmm. and Democratic uh, governors in states where uh, offshore drilling has been proposed. But essentially, I think that that policy position reflects the administration's overall agenda of energy dominance and attempting to open up uh, every uh, every last uh, ounce of public land that that might have energy or resource potential. So we've just seen more of the same. But I think, if anything, the administration and the department has become more brazen in their um, uh, approach. Well, one of the things you just mentioned was the offshore drilling and the opening up of of our our uh, the oceans that border on the United States from sea to shining sea or for, or. or uh, on each side mm-hmm. of the continent. And then there was pushback uh, by the governor of Florida, of, of all, all things. Places. Yeah, of all places, the Republican governor of Florida. And then the Trump administration said, oh, OK, we won't drill there. And, and everybody else cried foul and said, well, wait a second. Why does this state get consideration and none of the others? So it sounds as if the administration really doesn't know what it's doing. It's sort of uh, making up the rules as it goes along. Is that how you would characterize it? I think, yes. And the rollout of the offshore drilling five-year plan, you know, was as dysfunctional and chaotic as uh, as anything this administration has done. I think the, the real uh, damage that was done was Zinke essentially the next day saying that Florida would be exempt from, from this uh, drilling plan, which, you know, just has no basis in in law or, or the kind of process that would need to be undertaken. Or to, science. There's uh, no exempt. science oh, behind this. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, that's a whole nother issue that <laughs> <laughs> uh, is uh, not, not receiving the kind of attention it, mm-hmm. it should. I think he fashions himself a geologist and he, he keeps talking about how he, uh, how the currents and geology of, of 
Florida's offshore waters are quote unquote different. Uh, but I, you know, he probably swims down. There. I don't think he really knows what he's talking about. And, and you know, th- this what he has done will ultimately undermine the administration's efforts to open up offshore uh, waters to development. Well, it seems like it would to me, because once you uh, you let that happen, now you're open to charges of unfairness uh, by the rest of the governors and the rest of the states. And you and you're no position to defend yourself except to say that it's because we say so. Uh, and that's not a particularly good defense. Uh, so right. no, uh, it, go ahead. It's become a third rail already, but I don't think that's going to stop them. And, you know, it, it's interesting because even after Zinke made that comment or, or did, uh, about faith uh, with, with Florida, the, uh, you know, w- one of his, uh, employees at, at the Bureau of Ocean and Energy Management basically said, no, Florida's still on the table. Uh, you know, nothing nothing actually has happened other than this gentleman's agreement. So, you know, it, it may just be political expediency and, and who knows how things will play out when this when this plan is actually uh, completed. You know, th- it takes a long time for them to, to, to conduct these reviews. And, uh, you know, so we, we just don't know. But but it, it, it again, you know, it reflects their approach to oil and gas and energy development, both on and offshore. And of course, we're when we say Zinke, we're refer, referring to Ryan Zinke, who is the uh, Secretary of the Interior. Of the Interior. Interior. And uh, uh, which takes us to another thing that happened a month after you talked to us last. And and, and as you said, things happen so fast uh, in, in Washington these days, we can't keep up. And, and, and I, I have come to believe and I, I'm not the only one, obviously, but I, chaos is the strategy, is a strategy coming out of Washington is just, just throw so much out there that people can't keep up. And and, and then at that point, uh, you get away with murder. And uh, as a result, uh, in January, uh, the uh, U.S. National Park Service Advisory Board pretty much resigned en masse. Uh, and and they, they said that the Interior Secretary, Ryan Zinke, wasn't meeting with them. What kind of fallout is there going to be from that, Adam? Well, it got a lot of attention at the time, and it, it does reveal a larger pattern of, of Zinke and his surrogates essentially shutting out, you know, not only career civil servants, but mm-hmm. the, the uh, people who are, are there to actually serve in an advisory role. Uh, the, the Park System Advisory Board has been around for, for decades, and they, you know, they're not employees of the Department of the Interior, but they mm-hmm. work closely with the secretary, at least that's the uh, idea, to help fashion policy and, uh, uh, you know, uh, and all the rest. And, and what they alleged is that they had made numerous good faith attempts to meet with Zinke and to discuss a number of critical issues facing our national parks and that they were completely robust. They heard nothing. So they just felt that rather than... Um, be completely ineffectual, they would uh, make a statement and resign. Is, is this the guy that sent all of his guys from his hometown over to Puerto Rico? <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that was the, for the, yeah, to, it was, uh, yeah, uh, now the lights don't work the electric at all. service, but then that got removed. But, but isn't so, that the guy? Yeah. Yeah, it was Ryan Zinke. Uh, <laughs> I, he, I, I don't think he had a uh, specific hand in it, but uh, oh, I think a recommendation yeah. came from him. I, from I'm, Montana, yeah. Yeah. So they were neighbors. So so one thing I was reading in the NPR 
story that ran um, January 17th that said the Department of the Interior said they're going to renew the board's charter and just refresh it with new people who, um, yeah. quote, people who are actually dedicated to working within the department, said the administration. Has anything happened or is right. that just a smoke Actually, Well, see, what that really means <laughs> is, to, is to fill it with people who are, right. you know, loyal to Trump and Zinke. Yeah. And, and, you Pro know, guess. it's not just the advisory board. It's the department itself. I mean, this is what I think most people believe was behind the reassignment of senior executive service employees back in June and, and which led to uh, the, the whistleblower complaint filed by Joel Clement, climate scientist, who has now resigned. Uh, and, you know, they are being very aggressive in, in kind of purging the department of the people that, that they feel don't, uh, you know, are, are standing in the way of, of their agenda. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, they'll, they'll simply fill them with um, sympathetic uh, allies if they can find them. With their cronies. Yeah, and, and, and it's this culture. Read that quote again, Peggy, that, uh, that you had there. Swift has vowed to, quote, fast track filling these new vacancies with people who are actually dedicated to working with the department to better our national parks. And we're we're governing by insult now. This is one of the things that's happened in our country. It's that it's not enough that you let people resign or or you force them to resign. Then you have to kick them in the butt on the way out and insult them on the way out uh, and or tweet about them on a <laughs> Sunday morning at 3 a.m. Uh, th- this is. It's uh, no. there's no dignity involved in any of this. And dignity has been removed from the equation of governance in America at this point. Uh, and that, unfortunately, is a mask that covers some of the real damage that's being done, Adam, and, and you which you uh, write about in your, your your series of stories, the plot to loot America's wilderness, uh, where the science is being removed from these organizations and from and being scrubbed from websites yeah. and, and that sort of They're either quitting or being reassigned where it has nothing to do with their background. So I guess the question might, that I would ask, we think in America that because we've grown up with our national parks being sacrosanct, they are safe havens, uh, that that's not the truth anymore. Is it, Adam, that they they could be subject to drilling and exploitation in a way that we have never seen in the history of our National Park Service? Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, you know, they haven't moved to open up the, the parks to drilling yet. But in the infrastructure bill, there is a provision there that would it. allow, uh, you know, companies to build pipelines that, that run through national parks, mm-hmm. which is a significant change without, you know, previously required congressional approval. Uh, and uh, if this infrastructure bill uh, goes through, <clears throat> that kind of approval would no longer be needed. So, yeah, I mean, the parks <clears throat> face all kinds of threats and, and, and you know, beyond the parks are, are public lands in general. You know, wildlife refuges, wilderness areas, everything is is, is, uh, is that why that know, tribe at was... risk of being exposed by these changes. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, you know, Christy mentioned here just now that I kind of jumped to that conclusion, but that's where I see it headed. I mean, you're you're being careful, Adam, because you're a reporter and you're doing this and you have to say, well, this has, you know, they're, they're not under peril right now, but there there might be leases here and there might be pipelines that go through. This is a slippery slope. In mm-hmm. in the past, this would never have been allowed. But now this is sort of the the track we're on. And uh, I, I would say uh, that the ultimate goal is to gut these lands and exploit them. Um, I could be wrong about that, but 
my 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 contention would be we have to be careful about that. If we don't protect them now, they will never be protected. I mean, once they're gone, they're gone. Didn't they? Uh, don't they refer to it as underutilized tracts of land? I'm sure they do. Uh, well, you've seen <laughs> some of that in there, haven't you, Adam? You know, I mean, they think of yeah, it like well, a product. And, and the, the, the official explanation for reducing the national monuments in Utah, Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante, is that you know they they supposedly were not accessible to hunters and, and, and other, you know, other folks who might want to use them, which is completely false. Uh, and I think what you're saying is true in the case of these monuments that are being reduced because they're removing the protections. And mm-hmm. in fact, these areas are now open to oil and gas and, and mineral leasing. So, uh, you know, it, 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 the, the changes are real and they're already happening yeah, and, and, and people should and people indeed are <laughs> outraged. And, um, uh, you know, I, I think public lands as an issue have come to the fore in a way that we haven't seen in, in quite some time. Oh, as they're auctioning off a lot of the land right now. Um, have you I, I haven't seen any facts and figures on it. Do you know how much how many of those permits are actually being purchased or is it just open? For auction, I mean, are they being it, snapped up? It's or been, it's been a mixed bag. It depends on the state. Uh, you know, they've had big leases in Nevada, but but very small uh, portions of of it have been uh, uh, bought up. Uh, the, the Utah lease that I wrote about, which which had several parcels just outside of Dinosaur National mm-hmm. Monument, many of those were uh, were bought up, and that's a very heavily drilled area. So industry is quite keen to to continue to expand. There, you know, we've seen leases up in Alaska that received very few uh, uh, bids by industry, but uh, it's just it, it depends a lot on the price of oil and um, the the administration. They don't really care about that. They're they're going to to move forward regardless. And in fact, in March, I think they're holding the largest offshore oil and gas lease sale in the country's history in the Gulf of Mexico. And um, and under the new budget, some of those. Under the new budget, some of that revenue is supposed to be going for uh, park infrastructure. Well, you know, I think this is a bit of a lie that, that Zinke has tried to uh, put out there, which is that money generated through oil and gas mm-hmm. development will somehow go back into our nation's parks. But it's up, you know, that money goes into the Treasury and then it's up to Congress to allocate it. So, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a, a red herring, I think, yeah. uh, you know. If we raise more money through oil and gas development, it doesn't mean that that money is going to be used to uh, rebuild our, our parks. That's and, what they're selling uh, the public. And we have about a minute left here. So uh, sort of the overall picture here is that uh, when where once we had the best and the brightest looking out after our lands, now we have – it's it's kind of cynical. It's it's the the least and the most damaging who have been put in charge. It's It's the foxes in charge of the hen houses. Uh, and, and they, they will, and they kill them. <laughs> uh, so, what do you have? What's next uh, in your radar here, uh, Adam? Well, there's a lot of stuff on the horizon. Next week, there should be a, 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 a interesting and fairly big story coming out. So, um, ah. I, I can't say much more about it than that. <laughs> it's under embargo. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff on on sci- a lot of stuff about science and what's happening in these agencies. Uh, it, it's a big deal, and I think we're going to be hearing a lot more about that. Okay. okay, well, that, that tells us that we should keep an eye on what you're writing at uh, Adam Fetterman. 
uh, who writes for The Nation and his partnership with the Investigative Fund, uh, we can look forward to yet another article coming out about science. It won't be good, I'm going to guarantee. It probably is not that good at all. Adam, uh, we appreciate you being on the show again, and and, uh, we're going to keep in touch, okay, if that's all right with you. Always a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Adam. Have a great Sunday. The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We'll be right back. Did you know that a running toilet can waste up to 200 gallons of water per day? In the Green Diva Minute, you'll learn more and be on your way to living a deeper shade of green. Water is a precious and vital resource, and 750 million people on this planet don't have access to safe, clean water. So let's not waste what we have, okay? According to the EPA, we lose over 1 trillion gallons of water a year to household leaks. So let's fix those leaky faucets, folks. While you're at it, consider installing a low-flow showerhead and a low-flow toilet. And maybe sing a shorter song when you're in the shower, because Americans also use 1.2 trillion gallons of water just showering every year. Just saying. I'm Green Diva Meg. Find more useful Green Diva podcasts, videos, and of course, lots of low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green at thegreendivas.com. The Chicago Flower and Garden Show returns to Navy Pier this March with a new five-day schedule. This year's theme is Flower Tales. Every garden has a story to tell. And there are fabulous display gardens, chef demonstrations, potting parties, cut flower arranging classes, and, of course, kids' activities. Peggy and I will be broadcasting live on March 18th. The Chicago Flower and Garden Show runs for five days only, Wednesday, March 14th through Sunday, March 18th. Get your tickets at chicagoflower.com. This is Peggy Malecki, and this is The Moment. That's the theme of the 7th Annual One Earth Film Festival, and The Mike Novak Show will be there. 33 award-winning films at 47 venues across Chicagoland, March 2nd through 11th. This is The Moment underscores the need to take action to save our planet now. Visit oneearthfilmfest.org to reserve tickets to all screenings, including the March 2nd Green Carpet Gala, featuring live interviews by Mike Novak and me. See you there. What is this place? You're in uncharted territory. What do you mean? Where are we? I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know what it is. Tell us your name, please. 1590. WCGO Chicago. Hey. Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. And I just play the music like this so I can watch Christy and Peggy dance. Yeah. Uh, that's And they're good. They're actually good. Uh, while you're reading that, uh, Christy, we, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about something in just a second. Uh, the 26th Annual Natural Landscaping Seminar is happening next Saturday. We talked about Richie Z doing something uh, next Saturday, uh, but out in McHenry County College. And again, in the Looked Conference Center, where, you know, we've been talking about yeah. their Bioneer series. And next week, we're going to have Jim Neenhoos, Neenhoos a guy that uh, I have had, I had on my show back when I was on WGN. Uh, and it's been a long down time. Down on the dial. Down, yeah. Gargantua Radio, down the dial. Uh, and uh, he's going to be on our show next week. He's part of the Bioneer series. But next Saturday is the 26th Natural Landscaping Seminar uh, put on by the, oh, and it's not here, is it? The WPPC, the Wildlife Preservation, Preservation and, and Propagation, Propagation Committee. 
committee. Okay. Um, and, and I always tell them they got to change their name, but uh, they never will. Yeah, Janine sent this to yeah. us. Uh, thank you, Janine. Uh, but they're going to have a, 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 it's called Design for Habitat, and they'll be talking about habitat makeovers, assessing residential landscapes for habitat value. Christy would be interested in that. Yeah. The American Garden, a life or death situation. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. He's You'll the have pra- to go there. Uh, prairie ecologist, landscape designer. Neil Dibol, uh, will or Dibol, uh, or Dibol, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's president of Prairie Nursery, Inc., and he'll be talking oh, about yeah. that. Uh, Endangered Beauty, our friend Carol Freeman, photographer, mm. is uh, doing a slide presentation. Isn't it something she also spoke, knows about it. Robert yeah. Jean, Ph.D., is doing Bees of the Midwest, an intro to native bees, how to attract them. Uh, and Trish Beckjord, or Beckjord, Making an attractive native garden, design precepts and principles, and so uh, it's only thirty bucks to get you all day. I have spoken there in the past. They're great people. I really like uh, being part of what. Where's it at again? Uh, this is at McHenry County College Luke's Conference Center. It's at eighty nine hundred U.S. Route fourteen in Crystal Lake, eight a.m. to three forty five p.m. Uh, and you can uh, go to uh, what's I don't the, have. It's www.thewppc.org. I keep telling them they got to change the name. They they're not going to listen to me, but uh, that's okay. What What? I know. Now uh, (laughs) we were uh, one of the things that we we're going to talk about is an article from our buddy Dan Costa at Vern Gore's Greenhouse that you just handed to Christy, and you're shaking your head. Yeah, I mean, I just you know this was in Digger magazine. Yeah. And it, and the headline is. Oh, well, it's nice. It's a digger, right? Then that means a lot of different people are looking at. Uh, new new immigration bill would create chaos for farmers. In January, Republicans in the House of Representatives introduced a new bill to reform immigration laws. But according to OAN Executive Director Jeff Stone, the bill is presently constituted would leave agriculture sectors, including nurseries, right out of the picture, far short of the workers they That's need. Right. This is an issue that I see all the time come across my. Uh, my inbox because you I, hang I with know, us. Yeah. And you guys are always talking about the immigration issue because it really affects you guys greatly in a way that it doesn't affect other people. Everyone. You're the I agriculture mean, business. You're right. the horticulture business. It's it's uh it's a billion what, what's dollar... it doing right now? I do you have workers that are afraid of getting picked up by ICE. Well not in Chicago so much because we're a sanctuary city right. and I'm not a fan of Rahm Emanuel, but that's the one thing I'm really glad he stepped up and did. Good for you, Rahm. Uh, for making us a sanctuary city. Uh, but how that does that... What, that's what we want to name But you must tavern. talk to people in the business all the time who are having issues and, and having problems holding their business. Well, you know, our, our industry is pretty Republican, just overall. You know, yeah. most people that are in this business are farmers or they're very conservative, so they kind of hail to that side of the... But we all kind of hail to the same side of something needs to happen. So this is something we can rally around. Mm-hmm. Meaning that we sort of it's a it's a non-political issue, meaning that we don't I, they may disagree. Well, it with, is a political issue now. Well, but for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's there, just you got to get the job done. How do you get the job done? How how would I get the job done? I can't even get snow done. I can't even get snow done. What, what mean, do you mean by that? Well, because if I don't have employees, I even snow, we're having a hard time because people are more and more people are just packing up and going home. They are. I've had like two or three people just say we've had it. You know, we thought DACA was going to work for us. They took our house away before because we were illegal. So, so DACA we're losing... came in and we, you know, we were good and we thought our kid was good. But don't worry. There's plenty of able-bodied Americans that'll do this. Who? 
I mean, I'm that not, was sarcasm. I have so many people that some work is just not some people's work. It just isn't. You know, I mean, it, you just have to admit that everybody isn't going to be a landscape or everybody's yeah, not going to be a million dollar banker. You know, but as I mean? long as uh, our goal is to to round up all the brown people and get them out of the country, then. Yeah. It, it's so scary. I can't tell you, especially this DAC. We have some DACA babies in our mm-hmm. in our staff, and they're scared to death. Have you had issues now like that in they, Chicago? They've given out. They've given their information. They are known now, so they are shipped. What do you mean? What you say? Well, they're, they're known. DACA kids. They are known. They they, they, they filled out the paperwork. Yeah. yeah. So now they're shippable. They're but, ready but to the go. Qu- the question I'm asking is, have we had the same sort of issues in Chicago with roundups the way there are in other places in the country? I don't think I don't, we've not, had. We do have some, and you hear about it, but I don't think it's as much as other mm-hmm. parts. Right. 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 And I don't know if that's because we're sanctuary or – I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. You know, but, I, you know, I know that the ICE uh, agents are out there and looking for people to do this, and it's and it's going to – Well, they can't it, even find enough people. And who? how is he going to build the wall? Who's going to build the wall for him? Hmm? All those able-bodied Americans. They're all waiting for those jobs, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Aren't well, they, they all the better wall, start having a lot jobs? of babies because we don't even have enough kids to grow up, and they don't <laughs> want to do that. You know, I mean, so I, I don't know. It's just sad. I know that there's large ag, meaning like the big boys, they are quietly working on this because, you know, they they sell tractors, and they don't want their- Oh, so you think something's going to work out in Well, they're coming in through the little back you know, door. D- you know, I mean, not, yeah. they know they cannot have sell tractors in America. And, you know, ag equipment, if there's no workforce. And they know they have to help this farmer figure it out. Yeah, and, and it's... But they don't talk about it. So, well, but but you guys do. That's the thing. I see the emails go back and forth, and you guys, some of, sometimes you tiptoe around it, but the idea is if we lose this workforce, we lose our business. And yet uh, there's a whole swath of the country that doesn't care about that they're they're so angry and they're so anti-immigrant that they well, don't they don't a, care it's a, it's until a they, worldwide problem yeah and until they show up at the store and there's suddenly no lettuce no lettuce no, no carrots gonna no wash vegetables your car. no I mean, well i'm talking about food specifically yeah, right. in agriculture it's a big problem until they get to the store and where's my food well I mean, no one's making that connection to, to that right well, on this bill, what they're looking to do is to replace the H-2A program with what they're calling an H-2C. If all of that was yeah, a deal. I never did any of these programs. workers. I total. always check their identification. That whole E-Verify is sort of a nightmare. It doesn't mm-hmm. really work. It's very just, you know, you don't know if you really got the right guy and the number because everybody switched numbers. And so we demand that we follow the whole thing. We demand the right forms of identification. We fill out the I-9s. And we submit them, and that's mm-hmm. the, I'm not the, the Have you had a lot of problem with that or not? No, I mean, it's no. pretty, pretty much worked for Ice you. ICE called us, but it was because we did have a guy, and we were thrilled because he was trying to draw workman's comp, and he was illegal, but he also, I guess, made on the side IDs. Oh, dear. So he was, like, part of the whole problem. Yeah. And um, so they caught him, dragged him home, but that was his eighth time he was deported. I mean, talk about determined yeah. to get back to America to make money. I mean— yeah. What a scumbag. Wow. He, well, tried see, to draw, and, he tried to draw a workman's comp on me. He First day he wiped out on and said he got hurt. First day. So it was a, he was just a scam artist. I'm just glad now they verify their Social Security number for unemployment and workman's comp. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a big step forward, right? That we are, they're going to be cared for in one way or another, but why hurt business and increase our insurance problems already that we have? Right. 
you know, with people that totally take advantage of the system that are illegal. Now, do, I almost do sound Republican, don't I? A little bit. <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought this I mean, runner was going to try to fix something with workman's comp. You know, we were, as Democrats, we were hopeful, but nothing happened. And nothing's changed. It's it's terrible. We have the worst worst uh, workman's comp in in the in the country. It's hard to do business in in Illinois. It is. I I know it is. There's a lot that's wrong with Illinois. This is hard. I can't tell you. I mean, I mean, it's I, hard. I and I'm not going to stand here and tell you I know how to fix it because I, I. And at my age, at 56, where I should be right out there, I'm sort of thinking, well, maybe it's just time to hang up the work boots. You know, I don't know. Like it, I, I, it gets know. tiring just to deal with it all every day. It's, it's a new thing and very expensive to run a small business with all it, the it, all absolutely. the little things and all the people that know how to get around it and all the lawyers that that pursue them. It's that you know. I mean, it's it's well, tough. that's its own business. Yeah. Oh. oh well, yeah. That's that's how uh, I guess some of some of the lawyers stay in in, in business. <laughs> Doing this kind of thing. Well, but it's. Well, yeah, and there's some of it's good. So now we have lawyers that are out meeting with the Hispanics that are getting ripped off on travel time. So you are supposed to pay. If a guy gets in truck to go to work with you, he's paid from the time he gets in truck to the time he gets the job. I don't care what it is. Well, somehow they've, you know, they didn't. And well, now these lawyers have latched onto these Hispanics. And so it's like a whirlwind going around. Now, I always paid him travel time because I always knew that was the law, but others haven't. But then it's hard for me to win a bid. You see, that's where it all the cycle just keeps, you know, then yeah. we lower our standards, yeah, we lower the wage, the bids. everybody doesn't get make anything, and it's just, what's the point? Uh, I would love to, you know, I kind of wish we had somebody in here to debate you on this. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I bet I'm, there's a lot of people that agree with me. It just is and, frustrating. And I'm sure there are. I mean, and if you're doing things right, you're, you're getting screwed because somebody's Because gonna, other people aren't, and they're not held right. accountable. Yeah, and it's it's hard to keep them accountable. Well, they don't have enough governmental employees to babysit the things that they put in place to hold everybody accountable, so why bother? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, they make all the rules. It's like I said, you know, we make all these rules, and we, you know, this for one thing that happened, mm-hmm. or there's several things that we do in the industry for the city of Chicago that are just because somebody screwed up once, and all the rest of us are now paying for and it for it- years. Does it make it harder, uh, these rules, to work with the city of Chicago or with a private? It's the pay. Company? I think the pay is the hardest thing for everybody. Just you give, you really, it's 90 days and um, and it's just. You mean hard. getting paid by the city? Yeah. I mean, it puts people right out well, of business. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, somebody's calling in. I'm not sure who that Uh-oh. is. Uh-oh. I think that's Rick. Uh-oh. Oh, that's Rick. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, then we don't have to worry about it. I thought, I, I had the feeling that somebody wanted to, to rebut whatever christy was saying there but that's not true that's rick demeyer well, meteorologist. Maybe rick does well we get to switch topics now oh, uh, the weather yay we get to talk about shoveling snow actually we're done with capitalist that. business yay yep. snow rick's part of that he'll talk to you about it in a second it's the mike novak show with peggy malecki Hey, I'm Mike Novak. And I'm Peggy Malecki. On Sunday, March 4th from 9 to 11 a.m., we're taking our show to the Schaumburg Convention Center for the Greater Chicago Home and Remodeling Show presented by Life Storage. Stop by and listen to our live broadcast of the Mike Novak Show. Then check out all the cool displays and projects going on. After the broadcast, if you bump into us on the floor, we'll say, excuse me. The Home Show runs March 3rd and 4th at the Schaumburg Convention Center. Tickets are only $7 at the door and $4 online at greaterchicagohomeandremodelingshow.com. 
It's a new year, and Chicagoans are still looking for new and better ways to get healthier. This is Peggy, and I publish Natural Awakenings, Chicago's greenest and healthiest local magazine. And if you want to reach our area's growing wellness and sustainability market, you need to get your business in front of our 80,000 engaged monthly readers. Call me today at 847-858-3697 to learn more. 847-858-3697. And check us out at nachicago.com. Celebrate local, sustainable, humane, and fair food at the 2018 Good Food Expo. Connect with local farmers and producers, learn from renowned local chefs, shop the Good Food Marketplace, and eat delicious food in the Good Food Court. Entry is free with online registration. Don't miss the Good Food Masterclass on Fermented Foods with author Michael Harlan Turkel. Good Food happens Saturday, March 24th at the UIC Forum in Chicago. The Mike Novak Show will cover it live on Facebook. Visit goodfoodexpo.org. Stay in touch with The Mike Novak Show. Find us on Facebook at The Mike Novak Show. Use the Twitter handle at MikeNow. Send us a photo on Instagram at The Mike Novak Show or write to us, mike at mikenovak.net. Speaking of the website, podcasts and blog posts are available every week at mikenovak.net. And while you're there, sign up for those posts and our newsletter on the homepage. And please support the sponsors who support us. Look for logos and specials at mikenovak.net. That sound you hear is my time machine letting me know it's time to return to our own world. This is your talk, WCGO. Hang on. Reach out, touch space. Well, this is actually the 90s, but close enough. I think so. I think it was like, I think it was early 90s. Uh, so, uh, here we are. And I'm not going to tell you whether my own personal Jesus is actually Christy Weber or Rick DeMaio, uh, but let's DeMaio. let's bring in uh, meteorologist Rick DeMaio. Good morning, Rick. How are you? <clears throat> I'm I'm doing okay. We got a little snow yesterday. It made me happy. It made it look wintry again, and I'll be depressed in a couple of days when it's all gone. You're like me. I like that. Now, you know, Christy Weber uh, is here in studio, and I know I think you know about Christy, and she's uh, yeah. uh, has a landscaping business and uh, the Christy Weber Farm and Garden for those folks who are just tuning in. Uh, but she's also done uh, a lot of in plowing. The, bi- the plowing. Yeah, she knows the business. Mm-hmm. And tell me about the last couple of years, Christy. What's that been like? So that you know, last two years have been terrible for us in the business. You know, we we become the really great salting company um which is just pathetic but we didn't have any <laughs> snow um so this year has just been wonderful it's the in-between year between 86 inches and i think we're at what how many 42 something like that yeah where are we rick do you know right now we're at 30 oh i thought it was in the 40s but you know we might have a difference. Oh, no, we might no, have no. a different inch system we're managing too. no I, um, rick knows <laughs> i don't know what no I don't no, know what we, we bill, we, that's the metric no. system. We bill off Midway. So um, that's how we bill off Midway. But it's just been a fabulous year. Um, Midway is basically the same as O'Hare right now. They're about uh, 30 inches. Yep. So I just said it by not, 10 off. Sorry. Different. Sorry, I'm not trying to say anything wrong, but, you know, it's you, been a good year. You were only off by a third. Yeah, it's yeah. been a good year. And, um, you know, we haven't had two heavy ones because we plow in certain inch increments i don't know if you know that as a meteorologist but. well <laughs> yeah. rick rick does uh he does advice for uh several uh 
plow companies. Co- plow companies, right? Uh, yeah, maybe uh, you're uh, maybe the largest you're... snow removal company in the state of Illinois. I work for. So Tovar is that, and maybe that's you it. Say it. Yeah, I, I work for Tovar. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Uh, we don't care. We'll mention them. We, 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 we say names. We, yeah. we name names all the time on this show. Well, they're, yeah. they, they I, are. I am. I am their I am their one of their lead forecasters, and I also every week do a uh, seven day outlook for the entire state of Illinois and Indiana, which which deals with um, let's see UPS, um, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, PNC Bank, and every CVS pharmacy. So it's a, it's a slightly large organization I work for. Yeah, they're you know Tovar will probably be a part of a national bid that'll go out for those. So that's great. You guys will tie right in. I mean. I know that's how they're going, but I um we use Murray and Treadle, and we use several, you know, several. I, you different. don't. I thought you did yeah, it yourself. Yeah. Don't you do? Don't you? A take lot your... of it is just you know doing it yourself because the downtown might be different. You know that that we have the lake effect that nobody knows about, and then we get nailed with it. So, I you... mean, it's um the biggest problem for us is just people. So we've got the trucks, we got the equipment, we just don't have the people. I don't know and, if you caught the conversation earlier. Uh, we were talking about the uh, difficulty uh, in terms of immigration laws and, and hiring people and having people on staff to do these kinds of jobs. But uh, it's uh, we live in interesting times, don't we? Uh, they're great guys. Yeah, I, I, I think I think when you drive up Sheridan Road on a Saturday during the spring and summer and early fall, you see largely uh, people who are non-white. Uh, working on um, trees and bushes, and I think it's fantastic that their work ethic is work ethic is as high as it is. And if you know some of Trump's policy is to take get all those people out of here, you're going to see not only their positions replaced with other people, but it may become a union type uh, job. And I have nothing against unions; I've been with unions my entire life. But all of a sudden, everybody's uh, gardening bill will probably double, if not triple. Well, I so told the unions twice about how they feel about that. I told the unions. If, I told the unions. I'm not kidding you. I met with the laborers, and I said, "You want to really bring your field back? You know, because they're aging out and it's getting smaller. Wrap your loving arms around the Hispanics and help them become legal. You will be important. Oh yeah, yeah. You I will mean, be important. Even Christy, even yeah, Christy, even Orion Samuelson has has been bold enough to come out and say. That if some of these immigration policies go down, uh, the state of Wisconsin could easily lose close to six to seven thousand workers um, who would most likely, you know, fit in that particular demographic. And I mean, it's just it's ridiculous to think Mm -hmm. that that we have to feel that way about people who do a great, great job um, just because someone wants to feel better about making this country great again. It sickens my stomach. All right. Uh, let's huh, uh, weather now, please. Yeah, weather. more snow. Call it. No, but we're not. That's just what we're not going to get right now, is it, Rick? No, no. I mean, we're we're done with the snow. We got an uh, inch to two inches yesterday. Um, there was a great little system that came yeah, through the little Alberta Clipper. Um, we had about a tenth of an inch of water with that. If you look at how quickly we um, not only melted but also evaporated the snow that we had from the week before. It shows you what happens when snow falls and it's very, very dry. It goes away really fast. Um, but the ground is very cold right now. It's basically frozen in some areas. And the expected rain that we're going to get around here over the next um, pretty much 48 to 72 hours, mainly late in the day tomorrow um, into Tuesday and quite possibly a little bit on Wednesday, more so to the south and east, 
could actually accumulate maybe one to three inches, and that could produce some localized flooding. Wow. But it's not going to be a very um, a very heavy rain. It's going to come in pieces, bits and pieces. So I think the ground most likely will be able to absorb it, and it'll just be a standard late February soaking. Uh, but, it, again, it's uh, it's interesting that here we are going into the third week in February, and we're going to get big rains. And you're talking, like you said, several inches possibly, right? Yeah, yeah. And in addition to that, Mike, it, it's amazing that even areas to the east of us, which got about six inches of snow across parts of Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York, um, they're going to be in the 60s and 70s. Um, so anybody who has, you know, uh, pretty much, you know, President Day weekend plans to go skiing maybe in Grand Geneva on Monday here, uh, you can forget about that because it's going to be raining. And anybody who's trying to at least kind of hold on to the last couple of weeks of winter across the Ohio Valley and the Northeast, forget about that because it's going to be uh, basically temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Wow. So, again, this is something that we've seen pretty much all winters, these huge rises and falls, you know, extreme variabilities in precipitation um, as well as temperature. Um, but, again, around here, once you get past the middle of February, it's really hard to sustain cold for a long period of time. Yeah. What it's not hard to do is to generate big snowstorms, and I still feel like we have something like that capable of hitting us uh, maybe by the end of next week. There's some signs that the deep trough across the southwest will bring us a couple of big storms. We don't like Christy's them too big, jumping you know. up and down. I loved when you said it was a it was a good one inch because I knew exactly what you meant. It was pushable. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now when I listen to you from now on, I know where you're coming from. Pushable. It's a, <laughs> pushable you know, I know. Yeah, so, actually – it was it was it was officially two inches at O'Hare, and we had actually two and a half inches on the far south side. But um, I think what happened there, Christy, is you had a lot of warm ground, and there was a lot of residual salt. salt so yeah. whatever yeah. happened um, from a standpoint of meltability, um, you had everything going for you from that standpoint. All right, give us. Uh, I think you already did, but very briefly, uh, what's our forecast here? Yeah. Okay. So mid twenties right now, uh, upper thirties near forty today. Low to mid-50s tomorrow, maybe even near 60 on Tuesday. Cool and dry Wednesday and Thursday. Maybe another chance of some rain and snow by the end of the week. But we're not done with snow yet. I'm still predicting another 12 inches before we hit the vernal equinox. Wow. You heard it from Rick DeMaio, another 12 inches he's he predicting. He wants to go skiing. I guess he does. All right, Rick, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. All right. Uh, thanks to Rick DeMaio and uh, to Adam Fetterman from The Nation magazine, and, of course, to Christy Weber from Christy Weber Landscapes and Christy Weber Farm and Garden. Bob uh, Cacero said, Christy's great, smart, and refreshing. Add her and Rick and rename it all. They yak. Okay. Until (laughs) Until next Sunday, go green or go home. Stadler? Yeah, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much. 